you're listening to Podiatry Marketing, conversations on building a successful podiatry practice with Tyson Franklin and Jim McDonald. Welcome back to Podiatry Marketing. I'm your host, Jim McDonald, joined by always my trusty co-host, Tyson Franklin. Tyson, how's it going today? Oh, I'm fantastic. Big Jim, how are you doing? Uh, things are good. Things are good. No no complaints here. Uh, family's healthy. Uh, you know, excited for another episode where we dig deep into a podiatry marketing topic and you know give the listeners something exciting to uh, to kind of uh, on the morning commute. Maybe it's after work. Maybe they're on the treadmill. Who knows? But uh, listen anywhere. and uh, learn a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Well, what was funny? I had uh, someone I was talking to recently, and they said they've gone right through my old podcast. It's no secret, Doctor T. They've gone through two hundred and eleven episodes there. They've gone they're right up to date on the podiatry legends podcast and they said now i'm devouring the podiatry marketing and they said uh they go i've got so much information going on in my head but they're actually enjoying the show they said it's uh it's fun because it's not it's long they're not like overly long episodes but we pick on a particular topic which i think every podiatrist should be just paying attention to no, that's 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 nice feedback to have. It's nice to hear that people are out there. Uh, that's that person's probably heard your voice. What over like what five hundred episodes now? So that's pretty uh, pretty yeah. impressive feat for that for that person. Yeah, they go to sleep with my voice in the head. Head pads. <laughs> scary, scary thoughts. Scary, thought. scary thought. Well, enough about you know our diehard, uh, your diehard fan, I would say. But, our uh, diehard What are we going to be jumping into today? Today, oh, okay, yeah, yeah sure. today we're going to talk. Well, back on episode fifty six. We spoke about uh, storytelling adds value to your business, and and that's looking at storytelling like on a macro level, as a as a big, uh, as a higher level. What I want to talk about today is what we call micro storytelling, and that's more talking about your business and yourself, but more on a micro level, and you actually get to control the narrative. So you get to tell the story, and there's a lot of podiatrists that a bit paranoid about sharing anything about themselves online because they're like, oh, what if my patients find out something? I don't know what it is about their life that is that exciting and they want to keep a secret. But you can really control what the patients uh, learn about you. That's very interesting. Like, uh, our service is talking about finding out little, like, personality tips, like, you know, a little personality about who you are, what kind of food you like, what kind of burgers you enjoy, things like that. Yeah, well, most of my patients knew I loved hamburgers. My patients knew that I played the guitar uh, guitar poorly. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But it was a lot of things that I do, and I just slowly posted things on social media, on any website, and brought things into my business that slowly told that story. And I think one of the, the easiest ways to sort of understand this is if you've ever watched a, sh- a show on TV like Law and Order or CSI. Uh, have you ever watched any of those? You a fan of those? Yeah, actually one of my uh, my coach's sons was in, uh, in, in CIS uh, Los Angeles. And uh, I've, so I've watched that show a few times. Yeah, so if you think of the original CSI when it came out, the one in, uh, in Las Vegas, and uh, Grisham was was like the main character. In the initial episode, all they did was just showed the main characters who they were. Didn't really give you any background on them. But as the seasons go on and the show, the popularity of the show increases, they start giving you a little bit more about their backstory, who they are, where they came from, past marriages, uh, people that there might be somebody else on the show that. They've had a bit of a crush on for a long period of time, but you were unaware for the first three seasons. All of a sudden, it's just popped up. 
And then you find it like Grisham, for example, uh, what his interests were outside of work, that he ended up having a hearing problem. So as the season's gone, they slowly tell more and more about the character until by the time a show ends, if you said to someone, tell me about Grisham, for example, they could tell you everything about him. Happens on Law and Order. But what they do, the writers, they're the ones that are narrating the story. They can take it any way they want. And I think you can do exactly the same thing with your podiatry business and yourself on how you explain things to your patients. You can tell the story. I think that's a really good point. I think you know a lot of times when people are utilizing Facebook or social media, even like their website or paid media, they'll just kind of jump to like, let's make have you make an appointment. Let's just make an appointment. It's all yeah. like here's here's what plantar fasciitis is. And I think you bring up an interesting point is that it's not only about the care um, that they receive, but it's also the person behind the care. And when they have when they see you, they want to receive people want to receive care from interesting you know other humans and, and people they don't want just to be uh, medicine to be this kind of sterile um you know really kind of like impersonal uh, i think sometimes you know whether it's dentistry or medicine sometimes gets that that rap of being sterile and impersonal but if they have a little bit of your backstory they know who you are and uh, it just kind of can kind of endear you more to your patients and the people in your local community well give me an example i'll use you as an example you could write an article on shin splints or heel pain or ankle pain from running. You write that article, you put it on your website. Yeah, that's great. Fantastic. A few patients may see that. They might respond. They may not. However, you you post a photo about shin splints, or whatever, but you also may include a photo of you walking with your family uh, in a park. And that's the photo you use that, oh, shin splints, all this. These problems can occur not just with running, but also just with walking. But they get to see your image of you and they go, oh, Jim's married. Oh, Jim has children. Could be another article that you write or you may do an adaptation of that article, but it's a photo of you running. Or they go, oh, Jim has a family. Jim has children. Jim runs. I'm a runner. Therefore, and I've got kids. Jim, Jim and I have got a lot in common. And, and I know where that park is. Now, it's not they're looking at that park and go, oh, I'm going to hang out in the park behind a bush, wait for Jim. I'm going to follow him home <laughs> and break into his house while he's asleep at night. Hopefully and watch not. him and just watch him stand above him and just watch him just like that. They're not doing that. But then later on, you post something else and you make a comment or you post a photo. Oh, here's a photo blast from the past. And it's you on the Olympic team. And they go, hang on. So Jim has a family. He's got kids. He, he goes to this park, which I go to. He runs. I'm a runner. Bloody hell. He's been to an Olympic games. How cool is that? I want to go and see Jim. But it's not that you go and post all these photos in the first week you open your practice because they're going to go, I don't care. I don't want all this information. I don't even know you. But as you tell that information over a period of time, they get to know you. You're the family man. You're, you go walking. You love the outdoors. You, you love to run. And then you slowly start ramping it up with, oh, my God, you're pretty awesome. You're being the Olympics. So, and that's that's an example of one way of just telling us a bit of a story. No, I, I like that. I think it it kind of reminds me of you know when I moved to Canada or the first time you know you like you meet your significant other, you don't yeah. give them like <laughs> the day by day or the year by year breakdown of like the the, the trials and tribulations of your life or what makes you interesting because honestly, nobody really wants to hear all that stuff all at one time. It's too but much. Over <laughs> but but if you can tell things in an interesting you know storytelling fashion you know storytelling fashion, um, the highlights a little bit of here and there just a little bit you know parsing it out a little bit at a time uh, whether it be your patient or that significant other um, it does it does kind of like you know 
makes makes your story um, pa more palatable or more interesting to people, um, especially if it's more relevant to them, as opposed to, like you said, just kind of like putting all that stuff out in the first week, right? That would just be too much for people to try to oh, process. Why, why too much? They're living their own lives. It almost seems boastful in a way. So I think you're right about this. Micro storytelling can be a pretty powerful you know, technique to get your message out there for people to learn more about you. Well, I'll give you a perfect example. Last night, I'm sitting on the lounge talking to my daughter. And yeah, she's going to go off to university next year. She had one of her friends here. I said, oh, which uni are you going to? She said, oh, I'm thinking of going to Griffith Uni. I went, all oh, right, yeah. I said, I went to Griffith Uni uh, for a while after I finished podiatry. And my daughter went, what What did you go to Griffith University for? I said, oh, when I did accounting. I've known you for 18 years. When the hell did you do accounting? <laughs> I said, when I finished podiatry. And she's like, I never knew this. She said, yeah, so you're an accountant? I went, no. I realized partway through that I didn't want to be an accountant, so I, I gave it away. And there were other reasons. Plus, the podiatry clinic got busier. But... So here, here's something that I shared with my daughter that she was totally unaware of. But, yeah. that, that, and that, but that's part of my story. It just has never come up in conversation. So there's so many things about yourself that your patients just, just don't know but would actually find interesting. Yeah, sometimes it can like add a, a sense of mystery or a sense of like, wow, like, you know, maybe there's a, 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 you know, a connection there in a way. Like, uh, for example, like when my mother was younger, her and her family lived in, they went moved from Illinois to Louisiana just for one year. And my mother would tell, you know, never knew about this. And then I would see occasionally like years would go by or you, you come across some photo and it's like, that doesn't look like the place where you grew up. And it's like, <laughs> oh, that's right. That's that. That was that year that you lived in Louisiana of all places. Like, how did that happen again? Like, it's just, um, it's a, it, it can be a source of like intrigue, right? So it is. I, I think it's anything like that. But like I said, you know, when you meet someone for the first time, you don't dump all your baggage on them. Like if I told my wife my whole life story when we first met, she would not be my wife. I had to, <laughs> I had to drip feed her the information <laughs> over a period of time. I had to gain a trust. Once I get, and that's the thing. Once you gain your partner's trust, you can then tell them some other things about yourself and probably some, yeah, some of your dark past. But because they know, yeah, know love and trust you, when they do, when you do start telling me your dark past or bad things that may have happened, they're quite open to accept that. And I think your patients are the same. Once they get to know, like, and trust you, some will love you, which is, can be a bit awkward sometimes. Um, <laughs> but when they get to know, like, and trust you, then you can you can share a little bit more. And it doesn't mean you set, share the same information with every patient as well. There'll be stuff you put on social media for the broader audience, but there may be stuff you share with a patient in a room that you don't share outside of that. And that's still part, you're still controlling the narrative as you're going along. And I think that comes down to also like we've talked about in the past is like kind of the, this how the kind of patient doctor relationship, the patient podiatrist relationship has changed over time. I think this is definitely a huge issue for people in the US, right? You know, with HMOs and insurances and things, people are expected to see 30 to 40 patients a day and develop that same level of trust or um, just that kind of that bond between patient and, and and the doctor. That's a that's a fragile thing, and and patients will feel when it's a very transactional relationship. And by building in storytelling, by you know, creating those kind of shared connections with patients on a human level, uh, it it's a it's a great way just to like build bonds in your local community, but also 
it just shows um, that you are, like you said, a trustworthy person. Uh, you're someone that uh, you know connects with people on a different level than just the person who's running from treatment room to treatment room trying to see fifty people. Grabbing, you know, you're gonna be people are gonna be busy, and that's okay. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think a lot of people got into medicine is to have those, you know, special relationships with people. Sometimes difficult relation, they can be difficult at times. But it's a different type of thing where it's not just like going to the fast food restaurant and ordering a burger and getting a burger, right? Like you're you're part of these people's lives, and you're part of helping people get better. And by incorporating some of this micro storytelling in there, it just helps cement that bond between patient and physician. Oh, I, I definitely agree. It's and, and there's so there's so many areas that you can do it in. Like I said, you, what you tell a patient in a room could be different to what you put on social media, which would also be different to like say your newsletter, for example. You can your newsletter can be a a newsletter, or you can use your newsletter like it's a storyboard, and you can think yeah, look at your newsletters over the next twelve months. What story do you want to tell your patients? So I've got one uh, particular coaching client who had, had a child recently. And I said, children are one of the best marketing tools you'll ever get. I said, because patients have been with you for a long period of time, they, they may have known you before you were married, they've seen you get married, and then from the marriage, all of a sudden you've, you're pregnant, and they've been with you that whole time while you've got pregnant. Now all of a sudden you've had the baby. You, you can't keep the baby away from them because some of them, just they've known you for years. They, they want to know what's happening. So I've got... Uh, her putting a section in her newsletter but it's being narrated by the baby oh this is what i've learned this month so her 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 child is now talking to the patients but she's now using part of that to tell a story each month when the newsletter comes out the the patients are interested to find out what's happening next and she'll do that for a period of time until moves on to something else yeah, that's an excellent example of like different ways of telling a story. You know, I think it gives, you know, there's a level of, you know, empathy or just like shared, you know, we all have shared experiences. And I think, you know, a lot of maybe other parents in her clinic will kind of remember what that was like, or maybe people that haven't had children yet, it's an opportunity for them to kind of connect with uh, that physician in a way that otherwise maybe they wouldn't have that connection. So I think it's an interesting way to uh, kind of, like I said, just kind of share that connection. Yeah. And so I think look at your life. Look at all the things that you do outside of work and you, and you may feel, oh, this is too boring or my patients would not be interested in what I'm doing. But you'll be surprised that they do want to know a little bit more about you and don't fear that you're going to tell them too much about yourself and they're going to you know, follow you home from the park and then stare at you while you're sleeping at night. <laughs> because the thing is, you don't realize they see you anyway. They see you at the shops. Unless your practice is miles away from where you live, but where I'm here in Cairns, there is no hiding from your patients. You go to the shops and you're, you're waving at them all the time. If you went out for dinner, you'll, there'll be a patient at the restaurant. If you're at a sporting event, there's going to be people that you know that are at the sporting event. So they see what you're doing anyway. So just, I think, micro-storytelling is about just re reminding them of what you do, but you get to control the narrative you get to tell the story and you can make yourself look far more interesting than what you are <laughs> yes yeah, so well, if you're boring you can actually make yourself like my podiatrist is so interesting but you might be dull <laughs> but i think i think you bring up a good point there as far as like uh your place in the community as well because i think some of the sometimes like you said um 
you know, when you're in the clinic or you're wearing the white coat and you're kind of in that doctor patient relationship, like in the clinic, but it extends beyond that. And, yeah. you know, by showing that you're an active a member of the community, it helps kind of lead additional trust and credibility to who you are. And, you know, it just sets up um, this, you know, like the story, the stories that you tell, you know, it just, it just enriches the overall uh, community uh, and the, the patients will see you there. Uh, I think it's a really helpful thing. Yeah, and if you're in Rotary or Lions Apex, one of the um, organisations that that does work in the community, it's just slip it in there every now and then. Let people know that you're doing it. If you're at a Rotary event or you're helping out, you're, you're flipping burgers and someone takes your photo, put it in your newsletter, put it on social media. Your patients will see that and go, wow, not only, okay, I know you're busy at, at work, but geez, it's nice to see you giving back to the community and not asking for anything in return. And to no, me, that, just, that just builds a bond that it builds a bond you can't pay for. No, I think that's huge, especially like nowadays. I think, you know, uh, during all the lockdown and the COVID related stuff over the past few years, you know, people are searching for ways to connect with other people. And uh, whether it's volunteering or, you know, both either medical or non medical related things, I think, you know, like diabetes associations in the United States is a big way for podiatrists to really have a huge impact on yeah. not only not the, um, the, the health of their local community, but also educating their community about uh, the impact of diabetes. So, you know, finding the, those areas that are of interest to you, connecting with your community. Uh, with a story that really resonates not only for yourself but really helps other people in your community can be a huge way um, and like you said don't be shy about you know putting it onto your social media or you know onto your your clinic uh, website just to show the people that you are that um, advocate for the community but you're out there um, you know helping create not only telling the story but helping create a better story for you and your community yeah and if you have team members that work with you tell their story share share their story amongst what you're doing as well so and make them understand that micro storytelling is a good thing the more your community knows about you and the people that work in your business and they realize that you you've got the same beliefs and values then that is just it's it's just all positive there's there's nothing negative by doing it i haven't like i said i haven't heard anyone yet that does micro storytelling who told me they've been followed home <laughs> but I think it, I think you make a really good point about the staff, though, too, because I think there's, um, you know, whether you're in medicine or where you're at, you have people from different backgrounds uh, that come in and can really be, you know, positive and uh, make a positive impact on your clinic. And sometimes by telling those people's stories or celebrating them publicly, whether on your socials or your website, telling a little bit about who they are and how they got to be where they are, it sometimes can really be an inspiring thing for other people, you know, whether it's you yourself or someone on your staff. Uh, you know, some of them never thought that they would be a podiatrist, never thought that they could be, you know, the manager of a clinic, you know, could potentially see themselves in that role. And you know, they're not always like Rocky type stories, right? They're not yeah. always the scrappy underdog from the wrong side of the tracks that does well. But, you know, it's sometimes these, you know, people from middle class backgrounds that were looking for meaning in their life and they really found that helping patients or, you know, contributing to a team that's helping um, something that really inspired them and maybe that, you know, sharing that story through some storytelling, um, you know, whether it be on your social, on your website can really, you know, create kind of, you know, some positive, um, 
not necessarily PR, but just you know, positive examples for other people locally to kind of say, hey, like, you know, that clinic's doing it. So let's let's continue this uh, in my line of work or I'm inspired to change my career and do something different. Uh, there's different ways to, that these storytellings can have a real impact on the, the community where you live. Yeah. And even with the Podiatry Legends podcast, it's the feedback I get from people. Well, most of the positive feedback, people say, oh, that episode was good or that was great. But they love it when the podiatrists they have on isn't just talking about a specific topic when they're sharing their story. When they're actually talking about, and I just did one this morning that was just, we, we dove into stuff that I don't think she thought we were going to dive into. <laughs> and when it all finished, she said, oh, are you okay with that? And she went, yeah, yeah, it was fine. It was, I didn't, didn't even think that's what we we're going to talk about. But I know there'll be people that are going to listen to that episode and go, oh, wow, that's me. I was like that. So if they can do it, it means it means I can do it. And I and I think your patients will even see you as the as the podiatrist when they they'll see things about you. They go, oh, they're actually got yeah similar interests to me. <laughs> well, it's an opportunity to learn. You know, sometimes it, us as physicians, we think, oh, like we're going to go in there and tell our patients all about these things, and we're going to like you know. So as much as we like to tell our own stories, it's important to listen to the patient stories as well. Yeah. Uh, whether it's on your podcast as well as listening to the, you know, the people's stories that come onto your podcast, you, there's, you know, instead of sometimes having to go through trials and tribulations on our own, sometimes we learn about someone else's story, whether it be inspired by it or we just make sure we don't do something that <laughs> we we heard them that they did in their own life story. So it's um yeah the the story the kind of the benefits of storytelling are kind of multifaceted and uh you know the, this micro storytelling topic is something that you know it, it's got many layers to it. Yeah, and it's true what you say about your patients. Same thing, you'll have a, a patient that will walk in and try and tell you their whole life story on that first visit, <laughs> and it almost kills you. <laughs> so you I, don't I do that. Patients. I know those patients. Yeah, so don't do that. You don't want to be that podiatrist that is doing that. But you'll get other patients that will come in that you've been seeing for years, and over a period of time, they just drop little bits of information and I, I recall one particular uh, patient, he passed away, but he was older. And you know, I was seeing him for a certain period of time. And all of a sudden, I remember one day I said to him, okay, you're in World War II, weren't you? He goes, yeah. I said, you've never spoken about it. I said, I get veteran affairs guys coming here all the time. And I tell you, some of them I reckon were yeah, 60 pounds soaking wet. And they're telling me how they defeated you know, the whole uh, you know, German army by themselves. And I said, but you've never spoken about it. He goes, Oh, never thought about it. He said, no, let me think. I'm 80 years of age and the army was three years of my life. I did a lot of things beforehand. I did a lot of things afterwards that were far more interesting. And that's <laughs> that's the stuff that he told me about. One of my uh, orthopedic colleagues uh, when I was in practice, super soft-spoken guy from the, the American Midwest. He never wanted to brag about anything, but um, he was one of the early podiatrists work with Nike. And, yeah. you know, the roster of like famous American athletes that came through the clinic in the 1980s and the early 90s when he was kind of in his prime as an orthopedic surgeon, you know, Michael Jordan, you know, like all of these like, you know, just superstars would come through there. And I obviously I was not in the practice at that point in time, but, you know, he would never mention it one iota. You know, you'd hear these stories kind of from the other physicians and he would go, he'd be willing to talk to you about it. Um, if you went to talk to him about it, but never one to like, you know, throw that out there like, 
that one time I was treating MJ or, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. that one time I was treating Prefontaine, who's like a famous Oregon distance runner. Um, no, just super humble. And you really had to pull it out of them. But it's, it's like those little stories, like whether it be from a patient or a colleague, um, you can learn a lot from. And uh, yeah, it just makes uh, life that more intriguing and interesting. Yeah, well, you don't you don't need to tell the story when you have a, like a ten foot photo of you and Michael Jordan on the wall of your clinic. <laughs> That's what I'd be doing. <laughs> there was no go, photo like that. Yeah. Is that you? Okay. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like to talk about it. I just have it as a big. The whole wall <laughs> is one big photo, but yeah, I don't like to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm humble. So I think we've covered this subject pretty well. So uh, Jim, I think I'll let you wrap it up. So uh, that was fun. Yeah, Tyson, thanks a lot for uh, sharing this uh, this episode on micro storytelling. If anyone's got some stories they want to tell us, they can head over to podiatry.marketing, you know, fill out that uh, comment form, let us know how we're doing, if there's topics you want us to discuss. Uh, we've got ideas, but we're always open to, to listener feedback. So head over to podiatry.marketing. And uh, until then, we'll talk to you next week, Tyson. Okay, see you then. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Podiatry Marketing with Tyson Franklin and Jim McDonald. Subscribe and learn more at Podiatry Marketing. That's the website address, podiatry.marketing.